You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. If you are listening to the podcast of this, it is located at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, there are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, who are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. This is a reading of a collection of lectures by Rudolf Steiner entitled How the Spiritual World Projects into Physical Existence, the Influence of the Dead, Collected Works, Volume 150. This is the last lecture, which appears to be only a fragment of a lecture. It's very short. Lecture 10, given in Leipzig on the 12th of January, 1913. Our life has to show, as it were, what we can be thanks to anthroposophy. This needs an open eye, E-Y-E, for life and sound judgment concerning it. Life is more complicated in our time than it was in earlier times. Not all that long ago it was much less complicated. That was because circumstances were less complex. In those days, soulfulness and the qualities connected with it were still more widespread. Many other things have also changed. And we are all of us part of this changed life, and we must try to penetrate the sphere of life in which we are to the necessary extent. It is very important exactly in present-day life that in spite of the fragmentation of modern life, we find harmony in the soul and an inner cohesion in heart and mind. This cannot be exhaustively covered in a lecture. All we can do is speak of details. Today we see materialism everywhere, including a materialism brought about by the use of machines that is present throughout practical life. This has made business life, as well as life in general, much more complex, has led to people being caught up in the hustle and bustle so that they have no time to reflect. People often do not even realize that all their energy, all their thinking from morning till night, is devoted to meeting material needs. So it is natural for people to think in a materialistic way, in an age when the noise of engines is all around them. In a different age it would have been quite impossible for a materialistic and monistic philosophy of life to be so widespread. We anthroposophists have a new philosophy of life. The spiritual movement goes out into the world, Consider the difficulties we meet with. Consider how small the movement has remained in spite of its magnificent potential. Let us compare with this how religious confessions reign in the world outside, a relic from past ages. We find there all kinds of religious endeavors. We should take a good look at these. We find that religion is taken very intellectually. There are preachers, Christian preachers, who no longer believe in a human Christ, nor in immortality. People are glad when a Jatho movement, J-A-T-H-O, and the like comes up and is presented in as rationalistic a way as possible. All the old authorities cannot compete with blind faith in things that are scientifically established. These phenomena are all connected with moral attitudes. 
Business people will agree with me that there is little room for the truth in the dealings between seller and buyer today. People with a sense of responsibility suffer from this. Do the cobweb-thin concepts of such rational preachers have moral powers in them? Public opinion, of which people are so proud today, also did not exist in the 13th and 14th centuries, the way it does today, thanks to the daily papers. Great philosophers have long since said that public opinion consists in private misconceptions. Could anyone make an Ostwald believe that spiritual entities are connected with him? Yet, by denying them, he calls up specific spiritual entities. A host of quite specific spirits trails behind an Ostwald. The spirit lives in all matter. There is a spirit that is particularly interested in denying its spirit, and that is Araman. If people concentrate only on material laws, they will not drive the spirits away, but conjure them up. They creep into the brains of materialists. Mephistopheles sent Faust to the mothers, saying, quote, You will find a void there. Close quote. Faust's answer was, quote, I hope to see your nothing turn to everything for me. Close quote. But the people of today do not give Faust's answer they are materialists, possessed by Araman. A different spirit is active in rationalistic religious thinking, Lucifer. With abstract notions, flimsy as cobwebs, he takes people away from the truly spiritual. Ideas are now said to live in history, which is as clever as saying that a painter, who is himself but a painting, is supposed to produce paintings. Being thus caught up in matter, was in preparation for a long time. Today it has come to a temporary peak. Heraclitus diluted theosophy into philosophy under the influence of Lucifer. This is reflected in his saying that he offered his book as a sacrifice to Artemis at her temple in Ephesus. Let us now consider public opinion. It arises from a law which is that Lucifer and Araman had to intervene in the image of the world. Before public opinion existed, there were people whose inner life extended so far that it reached the spiritual secrets. They would have a good or bad influence on life in the world. We understand this if we study the history of Florence, for instance from 1100 to 1500. Today we have people, instead, who endeavor to make a connection with the spiritual sphere. However, the Luciferic spirits that remained behind on the moon did not reach this point, and it is they who determine public opinion. The result is that it lags about a thousand years behind. It is the lowliest among those spirits who work on public opinion, the recruits, we might say, in the Luciferic army. They develop and will at a later time be powerful spirits, They are sitting behind the editorial desk, standing behind popular speakers, and so on. They are Luciferic spirits taking their first steps in the art, mere nippers as yet. To know one's way around in life is part of practical spiritual science. People use the rational mind to form their own picture of the world. 
What does this insight, using rational mind and senses, lead to? There is an old saying, not even the representatives called to do so are able to grasp it. The serpent says, quote, You shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Close quote. All insight based on intellect and senses is Luciferic, is Lucifer's true sign and symbol. Insisting that only external experience counts, where nothing counts but atoms, those are fantasies. It is not atoms which are behind the Maya, but the spiritual realities. All phenomena people describe there are not real. It is the spiritual entities which are real. Monads do not exist, unless we take them in their reality as the higher hierarchies. There are many hierarchies with the divinities of the Trinity among the highest of them. Philosophy refers to just one single whole, yet there are many spirits, and the single whole exists only in the souls of the spirits. Anyone who has got used to thinking in such a way that he knows himself to be within the community of spirits knows the moral laws. Araman lets human beings be lost in the swamp of matter. Lucifer distracts them from the truth, not letting them sense that they are lost in a world that is all illusion. Maya has its justification if it is seen as a reflection of the reality that lies behind it. And that is the end of Lecture 10 and the end of the book, How the Spiritual World Projects into Physical Existence, The Influence of the Dead, Collected Works, Volume 150 by Rudolf Steiner.